Good to have you today on this Thursday edition of the Bill Michael Show. Glad to be here. Packers back at it again today, getting ready for the uh, the postseason. And, well, hopefully the postseason. Really uh, what you would consider to be a playoff-type game because this is uh, win and you're in, lose and go home. So this, uh, this weekend... There's been a lot of the, uh, well, they're already in a playoff situation. Yeah, but there's always a tomorrow. This game coming up this weekend, there is no tomorrow. If you if you don't win, your season's over. Clean out your locker, you're done. So there uh, there has been a tomorrow up until this point. But now, yeah, this is like playoff football. It is going to feel like it Sunday night, and it is going to be raucous. It is going to be... Loud and uh, my hopefully uh, it's a win. But that being said, uh, it's also going to have a little bit of a surreal, surreal feeling early. I would assume in this one. Uh, good news today, though. Good news today regarding Demar Hamlin. Uh, it looks as if, uh, and this is this is terrific. Uh, has been uh, gripping the hands of those close to him. Uh, he, uh, opened his eyes last night. He's responsive. Um, they say the one thing that's very clear from speaking those close to him, they are endlessly appreciative of the medical care given to him and down at the uh, university of Cincinnati medical center and that he is slowly, but surely coming out of this, you know, not out of the woods by any stretch, uh, but at least slowly, but surely kind of coming back. So that's just another terrific sign. As a matter of fact, Amar Hamlin's father yesterday on a zoom call up on the big screen in a a full team meeting room in buffalo uh zoomed with the team uh, to let him let them know he's doing better um that they're okay you know and i i think they needed that you know you I, and i don't want to speak for them because i what the hell do i know but just listening to many players talk you want to know you just want to know like is he okay and when dad says uh, you know he's he's coming back i we hope we think he's going to be okay. Now we don't know what damage is done, obviously, but we, you know, we're we're, you know, he's opening his eyes, he's squeezing our fingers, he's kind of back with us. Okay, then you're hoping he's going to be okay. So a very very good sign. So start off today with a very very uplifting uh, report on Demar Hamlin. So that's that's absolutely fantastic. On the uh, on the flip side of here we go again, the. Uh, Aaron Rodgers yesterday. Now, I, I will say this. Aaron Rodgers didn't bring it up. He didn't bring it up. He didn't state it. He didn't go there until he was asked. And I guess you have to ask the question. You know, you, you have to. But I know that it's – we were talking about this last night in the huddle. Because remember, Aaron Rodgers spoke yesterday after we got off the air. So we didn't get a chance to play his comments back. But – Last night, uh, during uh, you know his, tw- he was up for twenty five minutes. He met with the media. He did for twenty five minutes, so which is fantastic. I mean, that's that's you know very, that's so much more than many quarterbacks in the National Football League give. So on that uh, side of things, you're incredibly appreciative. But last night, <clears throat> I didn't even think of this. This is where my mind is at. My mind is like, get get to the postseason, get some wins. If you don't, you know, uh, you know, win a Super Bowl, then you know, hey, 
man, you know, go away for a couple of weeks, regroup, get ready to come back, and then you're all in because he's coming back. You're all in. And then this happens because the question comes up, Aaron, uh, with everything going on, you guys have battled back. You're playing a tough Lions team, talking about this team and the comparisons to years that you made runs in the past, you know, all the X's and O's. But is this, have you thought about it? And, and I guess you got to ask the question, but is this going to be or could be, have you thought about it? Your last game ever at Lambeau Field as a Green Bay Packer. Something I wasn't even thinking about. And then here's what he had to say. No, I don't. I'm going to take some time after the season. Um, you know, I got a lot of uh, great memories here at Lambeau. And hopefully can add another one on Sunday. So... That's another storyline. Now, I don't if care. You go, right? If you go back to the beginning of the year, and I think it was Rob Domofsky asked him right after he signed the contract. He said, uh, "You know, now that you're locked up, is are you going to be a you know Packer for the remainder of your career?" Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Uh, it was something to that effect. Uh, obviously, things can change if the team decides to trade him. But he, at that point in time, seemed 100% committed to the Packers and remaining here a Green Bay Packer for the remainder of his career. 100%. 100%. But yet, I guess, I guess, when we start looking at things and the narrative of... <sighs> You know, we're we're gonna fit. We, we are so smarter than the average bear, and we're gonna figure out what to do with Aaron Rodgers and trade him away or not trade him away. We'll look at the contract. This is what you got to do. Got to get rid of him. He's starting to age. Blah 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 blah. You know, we fight so hard to keep the guy, and then the minute we get him, it's like, oh well, you got to trade him. It's too much money. He's got to get out of here. <sighs> Sometimes we really suck, don't we? I can speak for the media side of things. We really suck. But other, other other sides as fans and as analysts and stuff, it's like, oh, oh, my God, they finally got it done. Yes, Aaron Rodgers says he's going to be a Green Bay Packer forever. It's a three-year deal. You got the window. You got to strike while the iron's hot. Let's go. Oh, a couple bad passes. Got to get rid of them. Got to cut them. Too much money. Holy crap. We suck. We really do. We suck. We should be talking more about the game and not about this, but it is going to become a narrative between now and Sunday night. And I'm sure, I, I'm I'm positive that the Sunday night crew, Mike Tirico and Chris Collinsworth, are going to pick up on this and they're going to discuss it and uh, it will be part of that broadcast. I mean, I'm glad I'm in the press box, don't get me wrong. I'm glad that I'm, you know, not having to, <laughs> not having to, you know, kind of listen to all of that, so to speak, but it is what it is. So there you go. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, 877-867-1670. That's right. Here we go again. 877-867-1670. Find us over on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. You can find us over on Twitter uh, at Bill underscore Michaels. Find Ben Kenny at Ben Z Kenny, producing the program today at Ben Z Kenny. Um, ben, how you doing today? I'm good, Bill. Uh, awesome yeah. to hear the update, the positive updates on DeMar right. Hamlin this morning. It kind of lightens everything, right, where at least we're hearing good news because uh, we know that they've been very 
I, they have guarded, yeah. kind of been slow to put stuff out. They didn't want to get ahead of anything. So I think that we get this. It's it's very big. So uh, I don't know. Aside from that, good. Uh, golf season kicking back off today. We're back. The uh, Century Tournament of Mostly Champions oh in Kapalua and Hawaii. Uh, okay. Big, big day for me. But I, I'm excited. Uh, it, it's a great time. Uh, it's a big day for you because I sent you the... It's called bomber. I was trying to think of the uh, the the thing yesterday. The the tag. It's uh, of the of the hot girls that go to like Lux Golf and just bomb it in mini dresses and stuff. And it's called bombers and bombshells because it popped up uh, again yesterday. So that's good. Up, uh, yeah. So I, I thought, ah, there you go. That's my boy Ben Kenny. I would, there you go. I would do many many things to be able to swing a club like that. Yeah, this girl's doing it in a, a mini dress, a pair of heels, and has a perfect swing. And the, the oh, it's incredible! Straight down the middle, straight down the middle. So yeah, <laughs> it's bombers and bombshells for uh, for everybody out there. I couldn't figure out what the hell it was, and it popped up. So I went, "Oh, there it is." I, I sent it over to Ben. So yeah, speaking of golf, there you go. Uh, if you want to chime in today, you can also over on the Facebook fan page. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on YouTube, on Twitch TV. Uh, on I had mentioned on, on Twitter, but the Twitter has a link to the television side of things, too, or the video side of things. I shouldn't say television, but the video side of things. And you can also email the program, thebillmichaels at gmail.com, thebillmichaels at gmail.com, and you can always find the program every damn day. If you missed a little, you miss a lot, whatever it happens to be, you can track us down over on Apple iTunes. You can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, many different ways to uh, consume the program. So thanks to everyone. By the way, we ended up with a really good crowd last night down at uh, down at the Mecca. It started out where there was nobody. I'm like, boy, this sucks. There's nobody here. And then we got underway, and by the time we got done, it was uh, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. There's, uh, and that's a big place. So to put 50, 60, 70 people in the house, uh, that's still very sparse looking. But it was fun. There was a nice little party downstairs. Some people that came in to listen to the show down below. They were watching the Bucks game as well. So good crowd last night. Thanks to our friends uh, over there at, uh, at Bud Light as well for being a part of the program. Bud Light is the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. So thanks to them for putting up with us and hanging out. Um. 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, please feel free. Uh, what else do we have here for you today? Uh, oh, by the way, so uh, Happy New Year uh, for you Brewers fans. Wade Miley's back for a $4.5 million deal. Um, <laughs> I, I saw it yes! yesterday. Yeah, I, I saw it yesterday. And you know what? Miley only pitched a few games last year, ended up going down with a, an injury for the season and you know, comes back, you know, for minimal money. And if he works out, it's a fantastic bargain. So it's not a not a terrible move. And he just, he sticks around the National League Central. He was in Cincinnati, then he was back with the Cubs, and now back with the Brewers uh, again this upcoming season. But I posted it, and it was kind of joking. And people were taking it serious because I put a Happy New Year with the Peanuts characters underneath it. Uh, over on Facebook and out on Twitter, and and like Brewers fans were pissed. You big dummy! This is terrible. They're not spending any money. They suck. They're tight. I mean, just I was like, whoa! It's sarcasm. Have we lost the ability to distinguish sarcasm? Holy crap! 
But uh, that went down last night. Bucks got a win last night, but I, I, I have you watched the have you watched Bucks basketball lately, Ben? I was watching last night, and I found myself more intrigued. I, I usually get into it in January. I, I was more intrigued in last night's game than I have been really in any Bucks game this season. Yeah, it's uh, they're up by what twenty one, I think, at one point down the stretch, and then the the wheels come off. And I, I'll tell you this now, I, I don't know if anybody else has noticed this. And I, I've been paying attention, but there's just, you know, when the Packers are making a run towards the playoffs, it, you know, Packers reign supreme. But, but Coach Budenholzer looks tired already. I mean, like, worn the hell out. I mean, just worn out. I know they've had injuries. I know they've had guys that haven't, haven't played and, and such. And I, I understand all of that. But this team... One night, they'll hit their shots, they'll play some defense. The next night, there's nothing. I mean, I, I, I thought at the beginning of the season that this team, it's just get to the Eastern Conference Finals and, uh, and, and be at full strength. You should win and you should be able to you know, move on from there. I don't know. I, they have uh, a real propensity to play down to the competition. And it's been something that's been kind of continuous throughout the season, especially in this, uh, you know, this this losing stretch here. Because uh, they started out just like a, a house on fire, man. I mean, and that was without Chris Middleton. Then they get Middleton back, and things seem to be going good. They've had, a, a you know, a rash of different injuries and such. But it's like there are times where they they just look like an average basketball team that commits way too many mental mistakes. They look like they've already won something. And that's the way it was put to me last night. I was, I was leaving the Mecca. And there were some people down there in Bucks jerseys and stuff down by the Pfizer Forum. They came to watch the game. And one of the guys, we're sitting, there, we're, we're sitting there talking, and one of the guys, I think his name was Tom. Uh, and I apologize, Tom, if you're listening. He said that he listens every day. And I, and I don't have your name correct off the top of my head. But he was sitting there in a you know, Bucks cap, uh, the green Bucks jersey, and uh, he was eating some wings. And... He he said the same thing. He said this team just looks like an average team. They're looking like they're like an average team waiting to get beat. Like they just look at Giannis and go, "Okay, go win the game for us." Um, and it's midseason. I guess you're you know I get it. You're kind of in the doldrums right now. You know, going from January, February before you really kind of ratchet it back up. But damn, they just they, there are times they just look bad. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. All right, let's do this. Uh, we're going to kind of go with Packers, talk a little Packers. Packers getting ready to uh, head, head back out on the practice field today, getting ready for the game coming up on Sunday night. Then the question is fired at Aaron Rodgers. Have you thought about it? This being your last game as a Green Bay Packer at Lambeau Field. Oh, my God. Here we go again. You know, this is just – I, I just – I, I, I want to drive a stake in that story. You know, it's like the anti-farve. It's like just stop. Stop every year. Now we're going to – you know, we got to ask this – Stop. Oh, I got great memories. I don't know. I'm going to take a little time away, but I, I got great memories. I've had so many wonderful memories here. And, and then you're talking in a past tense, and it's like, no, why don't you go out and create some more? Go create some more. I, I don't want to hear about the end of this thing yet. Just go create some more. It's not that I'm a wisher and a wanter. It's that I'm a realist and I'm living in the now, and I don't want to go. For a guy that did not want to be Brett Favre, damn it, we go down these paths. We just do. Maybe it's just... Older, terrific players, you look at them every year and you go, are you coming back? Are you coming back? We need something to talk about. Quit pushing this guy out the door. Because once you do, you don't got anything to talk about anymore. You're not a spotlight anymore. 
Nobody's going to want to hear our reports. Nobody's going to listen to our talk shows. Nobody's going to want to give a damn about uh, about anything we have until we find another Hall of Famer that's actually going to make the Green Bay Packers relevant again. Now, whether that's Jordan Love or anybody else, I doubt it, but who knows. But it's just like, stop. Stop. Stop pushing this guy out the door. 877-867-1670. Stay tuned. Got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. show continuing on good to have you today as always thanks uh thanks for taking a listen to us we certainly appreciate it coming up pete doherty the green bay press gazette gonna be joining us uh real quick want to remind you that our friends over at new mail medical center bring you this portion of the program and new mail reminds you also uh they're all over the state of wisconsin they are uh, well beyond the borders uh, in many different states no matter where you're listening to the program whether it's on the app, whether it's on YouTube, whether it's on Facebook, or whether it's, you know, right here in our own backyard. Call them, 414-455-4451. There's one phone number, 414-455-4451. From anywhere in the country, they can help you out. They can put you in touch with the location nearest you, 414-455-4451. That's the New Mill Medical Center, whether it's ED, low-T treatments, or the all-in-one weight loss program. Uh, why not make 2023 a brand-new year and a brand-new you? That's New Mill Medical, 414 414- Four five five four four five one. Bring him in now, Pete Doherty, the Green Bay Press Gazette at Pete Doherty over on uh, Twitter as well. Pete, how you doing today, man? Doing well, Bill. How are you? I am doing good. Um, I let me say this: I didn't think we'd be in this situation talking about a game that's meaningful in Week 18, but here we are. Um, being in that locker room and talking to the players yesterday, give me your sense as to how, what the feeling is. Because we know, obviously, with DeMar Hamlin, what's going on and where a lot of players are now looking in the mirror going there, but for the grace of God, go I. And in the meantime, they also have to prepare for a very meaningful game on Sunday night. So give me your thoughts as you were walking around that locker room. You know, I mean, obviously that, you know, all the players – you know, a lot of them were watching it. They know, obviously, they know everything about it. They've had team meetings about it. Um, so it's had a profound effect, I'm sure, on all 32 teams. But I still think the Packers are, you know, they're still riding, you know, the high of what they've got going over the past, you know, seven games and especially the last four, you know, winning four in a row. But it's the past seven games where they've been, you know, since things have started turning around. And so I think there's there's a lightness, even despite all that. You know, there's a lightness in the locker room. And uh, just the the vibe is, it seems from what I can tell, the vibe is, is really good. The, uh, the discussion uh, with Aaron Rodgers yesterday went to many different facets. It went to the NFL, and he was upset with the game not being called or that being told, you know, hey, five minutes, when logistically there's some things that had to be taken care of. It went to talk about the play, whether it's belief that they would be here. And then he got it. Then the question came, Pete, and I got to admit, it never dawned on me going into this game because I just feel that Rodgers is coming back. Uh, no matter what happens this season, we've got two more years in that contract. He said he wanted to be a Packer forever, blah, 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 blah. And then it's, hey, do you think this might be your last game at Lambeau Field as a Green Bay Packer? And then he pauses, and I'm thinking, oh, my crap, here we go again. 
So is that becoming a storyline now? You know, it's um, it's never out of the picture, you know, because it's the quarterback and it's the NFL and the quarterback's everything. Um, I still feel like it's kind of taken a back burner because, you know, all of a sudden they're relevant again and they're, you know, there are real possibilities sitting in front of them, but it's never completely gone. And, um, you know, you just don't know what the principals are thinking, what he's thinking, what Brian Gutekunst and Mark Murphy and LaFleur are thinking as far as the future goes. Uh, five weeks ago, I would have bet, I would have thought, man, I could really see the Packers trading him and him maybe even wanting out. It seems that seems a lot harder to envision right now because of what they have going and the young guys they have going on offense. So I would think the odds are a lot better that he's back next year, but you just, you never know for sure what anybody is thinking and what their real thoughts are about uh, Jordan Love too. Uh, Well, that was going to be my next question. You know, from what you've seen, and we've only seen, I know when Jordan Love had those two, it was two drives against Philadelphia. He looked good. You know, I, I yeah. admit that. I, yeah. I, he looked good. But two drives is not a career make, and I don't understand the, uh, maybe it's more fandom than it is media, but I don't understand the necessity to all of a sudden, we've got to see Jordan Love. Don't They know what they have in him behind closed doors, right? They have a, a very good idea. There are some things you still don't know until they're out there running the show for half or two-thirds of a season. Defenses are game planning for them and not for somebody else. They have to, they can get hit in practice. They can't get hit. So, you know, you're, you're taking hits in the pocket. So there are some differences, but they should have a, a pretty good idea by now of, of what they have in them. It's really similar to, you know, what the, the, you know, Rogers in 2007, this was, that was his third year in the league. And he had the one game where he played a lot. He played a lot more against Dallas than, Loved it at Philly, but you know, and the Packers were had seen him in practice all season, and they they knew by for '08 that they they were ready to move on and they were ready to give him his shot. Um, so they've they've seen enough of love to have a pretty good feel for that. But there are some things they don't know that I think, and a lot of us would have liked to have seen love just because we don't see practice every day. Um, but they obviously made the right call and and not making a change there. I mean, look where they are now. So let's talk about the X's and O's. Uh, in this game, Devondre Campbell is back. So you've got the guy that's calling the green dot is back. You've also got a defense that's playing much better. Darnell Savage obviously has gotten a second chance. He looks like he's taken advantage of it. So give me your thoughts on the defense, specifically the way they've played pretty much since the fourth quarter uh, against uh, the Bears. Yeah, um, it seems like they're, you know, they're playing a little more man now than they were earlier. Uh, especially this last game, there was a lot more jamming at the line of scrimmage. I think, you know, so maybe Barry is figuring out some things about what his players are best at and what they're not. And so maybe some of that is coming together. I don't know about you, but when they hit, when they hit three and six, they lost at Detroit who had a really bad record at the time. And Rashawn Gary tore his ACL in that game. I thought they're done. They lost, they're struggling and they just lost their best defensive player, their pass rusher, there's just, there's no way, um, but they've, they've gotten it. You know, they, they, there's a lot, there is still talent on the defense and, you know, since the fourth quarter of that Bears game, and especially in the last couple of games, you know, their defense has played some of its, uh, some of its best football. So 
you know, the maybe they're finally figured out how to get their defense to play a lot closer to the talent level that a lot of us thought they had going into the season. The uh, the offensive line, Bakhtiari's back. I'll tell you this, it has been a godsend to find Zach Tom, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, wherever they put him, he does, he does just fine. You know, he needs to get stronger. He's, you know, he's just a rookie and he'll need an off season or two in the program, the, the weight program to get, to get stronger. But yeah, he's a good athlete and wherever they put him, he's basically a poor man's Elton Jenkins. The, uh, the offensive line has gotten better. It's more cohesive. Rogers alluded to that fact. Obviously you've now got all your weapons back. And you've got your your tandem. It looked like Aaron Jones was running the ball extremely well. So what needs to click for this offense? Not to say that it's all of a sudden going to, because I just don't believe in that. I don't believe that all of a sudden on, uh, you know, on, on week 18, suddenly everything just takes off and it looks great. But, you know, in the last game against the Lions, Rodgers looked terrible. So what needs to click this time for this team to just look better? You know, I think so. I, I, we all have our own opinions. I think most of it of the turnaround is that Watson got on the field finally after having all those injuries first half of the season. And he's been even, he's been better as a rookie since he's been playing than I would have bet considering he was a raw guy coming out of North Dakota state and his speed has changed the way he's made big plays and it changes the way teams defend the Packers and he's made everybody on that side of the ball better. I think that one guy accounts for a huge part of this. Maybe Rodgers' thumb getting better might account for some of it, too. Um, and Nixon has been huge for momentum-turning plays. But, you know, but I just think on offense, just having Watson out there and him being healthier this week than he was last week with, after the hip injury, I just think that's a huge factor. And now they have Dobbs back too. So they've got more talent at receiver than they've than they had the first half of the season. Um, so I think the pieces are there. I, I agree with you. I don't think it's a great offense. It's not a 40 point a game offense, but it's, it is, it is so much better than it was in the first half of the season. I think most of it is because Christian Watson has transformed, you know, their playmaking and the way teams defend them. The uh, the 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 tight end position it seems at times to really be prevalent and then there are other times it just fades away. I really thought Tanya would be a red zone guy and this team has stalled notoriously in the red zone specifically over the last four or five weeks. It's just it, it hasn't been able to consistently punch it in. Why are they not using the tight end more in your opinion? I don't know. I've I've wondered the same thing. I mean, he does look. He was always kind of stiff. You know, he has great hands. He's tall and pretty good uh, straight line speed. He was always kind of stiff, um, and, but he seems stiffer this year coming back from the ACL. So, you know, maybe he's he just, you know, it takes more than a year for those guys to get, for all the nerves to regenerate in the knee and for those guys to be back to close to what they were before the injury. So maybe that's some of it, um, but it does seem like an underused position. I agree with you. I thought going into the season he could end up being there their leading receiver if he, you know, depending on how he bounced back from that, because he's, you know, he's a, he's a pretty good player. At least he was. Um, but I don't know if it's, if this offense doesn't use the tight end as much, or if it's Rogers, or if it's just that Tunyon isn't the same guy. And, you know, it's probably some of all those things, but I think that's a guy they need, you know, a little more out of if they're going to do anything, you know, uh, special or exceptional, assuming they win this week, then going forward. 
Talking with Pete Doherty, the Green Bay Press Gazette. You can find him over at Pete Doherty over on Twitter. Uh, special teams has been uh, unbelievable, a breath of fresh air. You've got Keyshawn Nixon, obviously a 105-yard touchdown uh, kickoff return, uh, but you know, obviously had a punt block. So is this still a hold-your-breath special teams unit? <laughs> I, you know, I kind of wonder if special teams is almost is always kind of hold-your-breath. It does seem better overall than it was last year as the season gone has gone on. I think they're a little more consistent covering kicks, but yeah, that block punt that's, you know, in a playoff game that, that gets you, that could get you beat easily. Uh, you just, you cannot have that. Uh, the Nixon thing though, I mean, it's him and Watson are the two guys more than anybody who have turned this thing around and, you know, just think about it, Or you know, when you return the kickoff, that's, that means you just got scored on. And so the momentum's kind of against you and you immediately the next play if you don't get a touchdown, you're at least moving, getting it into the over the 50. And you just watch that bench, the way it erupts now when he has a return. Um, it, it's just changed their, it's, it's changed the whole team. And it just tells you how important, you know, it's the returner more than it is the scheme or the blocking or anything. You get a guy up back there who's got a little something special and that changes everything. And it's how long has it been since they've had somebody who right. threatened threaten uh, return teams. I mean, you're playing the Packers now. You got a, you have a big problem dealing with that. Yeah, here's two things uh, in coaching, because one is how in the hell do you not know you have Keyshawn Nixon on your roster and you keep yeah, running Amari Rogers out there? I mean, that's that's an egregious violation at this point, wouldn't you feel? Yeah, that uh, there's two there's two decisions, especially that are still just kind of you just wonder what was going on. One is that they stuck with Rodgers for so long only because, look, he, everybody could see he wasn't real dynamic. But if, if he's really good at taking care of the ball, then, okay, I guess you could see the argument. You know, at least he's not turning it over. But he was doing both, no dy- no dynamism and turning the ball over. And Basaccia had Nixon with the Raiders, too, and he only returned like six kickoffs in three seasons with them. So, Somehow or other, Bisaccia didn't know what he had there with Nixon, too. But I don't know why they didn't. They should have been giving Nixon a shot at the return job at, I don't know, week three or four, probably. Mm-hmm. And then it, they it, they took too long to bench Savage, too. Now, he's he's back, and maybe he's playing. You know, it's only one game back, so we got to see how he does. But they just need it. They should have benched him earlier in the year, too, just to send a message to the whole team and to him about accountability and performance and all those things. Um, go, going off of that real quick, I know, do you, do you know what the problem was with Savage? Because uh, there's been some hints that, you know, some guys have said, well, you don't know what a guy's going through. I, I don't know if he was having off-field issues or if there were other things going on. Were there what, Was there something that you think maybe Savage just, his head wasn't in the game? I don't know what it was. I, I think he was, I mean, it just looked like he was either taking chances or he didn't know the coverages. Uh, you know, he would uh, just, you know, have a brain cramp on plays because he seemed to be right in the thick of giving up some big plays. I It might have been just that he's too big a risk taker and was chasing too many big plays, and maybe that's just kind of who he is, and I don't know if he can change that or not. He seems to think that he can and feels like he did last week. You know, we'll see. takes more than one game to, to show that, but I just think he was either for whatever reason he was – it's looked to me like he was blowing – too many assignments and giving up about backbreaking plays. And then the next question is the big question. And that is, has Joe Barry done enough to save his job? Man, you know, 
I'm sure, and we talked about this too. I'm sure earlier, five weeks ago, I thought it was a given that he, you know, this was it. He'd get fired after the season. I'm guessing he probably has. If I had to bet right now, I bet he's back next year. Now you never know if they go out and just have a horrendous game this week, or if they get in the playoffs and just, you know, have a game like they did in San Francisco a couple of years ago, that could change things again. Things are always fluid in this league. Right. Um, but if I had to bet right now, I'm betting that he's back next year. That's just it. It's like, uh, you know, even like last year, you know, people want to blame the defense, but the defense didn't do anything wrong in that San Francisco game. It was the offense and a special team. So Joe Barry, uh, you know, short of this season, didn't didn't have a bad year last year. And the defense actually played pretty well down the stretch. So uh, we'll have to wait and see. I, I just some of those things I can't unsee, though, Pete. I can't unsee guys standing 14 yards back on a third and eight. You know, I just yeah, I can't no, unsee that. Uh, I'm I'm with you, and I had I still have questions about you know how good a strategist and tactician he is, but they played they adjusted you know in the Miami game. Now how much of that was the adjustment, and how much is Tua being concussed? Who knows? You know, last year that arc was they really struggled early, which you expect when you change coordinators, and they get but they got better, and it was like okay, they you know he's figuring things out, he's figuring them out, they're figuring the defense out. And then down the stretch, they weren't very good on defense. But then you're right, in that San Francisco playoff game, they were really good. You know, Remember, they got Zadarius Smith back for that game, and I thought their pass rush was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they played a good – defensively, they played a pretty good game, though they did – they couldn't get that last stop either. So I, I was all on the – you know, I would make a change if I were LaFleur. I'm still not sure I wouldn't, but I'm just guessing on what I think LaFleur will do. And my guess is unless something really bad happens, you know, before the season's done, that he's going to stick with the guy. Pete, great stuff as always, man. I appreciate it, and we'll talk more down the road. I'll see you up at uh, Lambeau on Sunday. All right. Sounds good, Bill. Thanks. All right, pal. Thanks so much. There you go. Pete Doherty, the Green Bay Press-Gazette, joining us for a couple of minutes on the hotline and a lot of, a lot of stuff to absorb there, a lot of things to kind of go over, and, and I do want to go over it uh, when we come back because the question is, let's just say, Let's just say that it's not the let's say the Packers get a win. They move on to the postseason. Packers, whoever they face, San Francisco, Minnesota, whatever, whoever, if they get knocked out, say the Packers defensively only give up 14, 17 points again, but the offense, they only score 14. They only score 10. They only score 13. Do you bring Joe Barry back? It's an easy decision if you get blown out and the defense looks terrible. But do you bring Joe Barry back? That's the question. 877-867-1670-877-867-1670. Let's do this. Uh, We're going to take a quick break and come back and talk a little bit about that. we got Mike coming up at the bottom of the hour. Hey, by the way, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, I've got them in my house. I love them. They are economical. They are beautiful. They've added value to my home. They are the most preferred window and door company by Milwaukee, Green Bay area homeowners uh, out in Madison, too. They ventured into. So I know many of you are going to the showroom out there. Make this year, make the New Year's resolution right now. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. No money down, no payments, all that kind of good stuff. They have a lot of good financing offers going on right now. Go to PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. Again, Pella, P-E-L-L-A, PellaWI.com. Com. I swear by them. I swear by them in my house. So if, you, uh, if you're looking for an endorsement, I'm, I'm the guy because I actually have them and actually love them. So go to PellaWI.com or call them, 855-PELLA-WI, 855-PELLA-WI. 
WI. Ready! This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.